Chapter 21 Geborah The cool cats called Artemis and Bast. After the iron bird took flight, it carried that secret wisdom from the ancient east across the sea. There the nectar of all wisdom flowed down the grapevine, flying ever free. This wisdom became knowledge and took our spirit into new forms, many of which I never would have imagined. From coastline to far coast, I entered a place the unenlightened mind could not fathom. Gone, gone, beyond gone. Beyond gone to the far shore, the awakened mind took flight carrying the rays of the sun's great eastern dawn. All the way across, from the right pillar to the other, my essence flowed like a horse in the wind as I galloped across the sea when I thought I saw my lover. This was a woman standing on the other shore, and this goddess waited just below the left-hand throne of the great and grand mother. Just look at this fair maiden. She was a high and holy saint, clothed in white with a wreath and flowers around her head. I noticed energy flowed out like a halo in the symbol of an infinite eight. Now my form changed and shifted as my spiritual body took another new shape. Here I stood as a protective orange lion on all fours right before her grand and brilliant gate. Lush mountains spread around her when she reached forward to scratch my big mane. Rolling over on my back, I'd become such a silly creature as she wooed me tame. Why, now I wanted to follow her everywhere, and even my tongue hung out. Then we danced and played, and we ran all around as we pranced about. My tail was so curious as she'd nuzzle her neck into mine, and there I'd sink into her magical moment for what felt like heaven without time. I jumped to my feet when energy pumped through my core. Her eyes locked onto mine, and I think she was telling me to roar. Now where have I been? All my life I've been a wandering nomad. I've missed you so much, my goddess. Please tell me I haven't gone mad. <laughs> she stood up when I bowed to her. Oh, she spoke so soft. And did you hear what she said? It felt as if I'd died and gone to heaven when she patted me on the head. Was I drooling on her now? Oh, I sure hope not. And somehow this goddess's bliss would not stop. Pure joy and ecstasy ran through my veins, and my tail would twitch before my eyes did the same. Brilliant shuddered around her. Oh, she was so beautiful and bright. And everywhere she walked, a path emitted with glorious glowing light. Who are you, and where are we going? I've missed you so much, and what is this feeling that seems to be flowing? I am Artemis of the hunt, the pinnacle of every man's dreams. I look after wild animals, the hunt, vegetation, mountains, and free-flowing streams. You are safe with me, creature. Just stay by my side. Even if the humans call you a beast, you are aligned with the pack of my pride. Don't listen to what the naysayers may tell you. Let them judge you however they will. At the end of the day, Shakti chose you to carry my blade, and only I know the right way to kill. Never forget these words. Promise me you'll remember all that I say, because there is a sane way to go about the hunt, but only I can show you the pure way. There is the balanced way of life. This is harmony within nature, and so I stand on the pillar of severity beneath the great mother who assigned you the divine knife. I'll show you how to survive, just as long as you don't quit. And this knife is going to show you how to cut away that fear and suffering that makes all the animals and people so sick. This blade is called truth, 
and it emerges out of righteousness to protect our mother's greatest dream. This sword will put an end to the holy war, and with justice in mind, it provides solutions that humans have never seen. Fixated on everything she said, my eyes could not leave her face. I was pulled to the energy emitting from that halo atop her head as my heartbeat started to race. I'd like to help fix those problems, but the Heavenly Father said the way is through love and devotion. Of course I want to help, but how can one single blade protect the mother's entire ocean? Her universe is wonderful, but she's got bruises on her hands and knees. Day after day, I feel those people destroying Earth's rivers and cutting down our trees. The Father knows my power, but all I can do is send back rain. And the longer the Earth suffers, the more the animals and creatures of the land go insane. The Father knows love is the way, but the path is love through will. Eventually someone has to rise up and stand for justice. How else could those wicked demons be killed? Asked Artemis. The Father told me that the soul lives within the heart of all beings, and this light stretches to every creature throughout all lands. Love and devotion is the way of peace, and isn't this the way to help save our fellow man? If the world is hurting, then won't a knife only hurt our families and creatures more? What's the point of fighting if war is not what we're meant for? I never kill with anger. I only kill with abundant love. I too understand that the soul is eternal, but then why aren't the wicked allowed in the heavens above? And so we must cut away what is unworthy. This is why I have put my trust in justice's blade. This sword is the path to freedom, and those terrible demons who disobey our spirit must be slayed," said Artemis. But how do we find balance? There must be equilibrium and peace. If I take up the sword and cause more violence, then how on earth will the violence decrease? Let me show you the secret, since you ask the best questions, my mister, and so it's time you meet my twin sister. She reached forward toward the ankh in my heart, but as she got closer, I realized this wasn't the first time I wondered if I should kiss her. It was the closest we'd been, and then she tapped the ankh in my chest. I looked through the lens when a new vision of her body appeared, and I realized her inner self was connected to the feminine goddess that had long been repressed. She had a slim and slender body, but her head was that of a mysterious dark cat. She was a mighty feline, and there was no need to tap the ankh and go forward or back. Now we are two cats together? Why oh why were you hiding this feline essence from me before? You are the most beautiful cat I've ever seen and you are the goddess whom I alone adore. I am best, and I am the goddess of the home, fertility, and all cats. It is my duty to uphold truth, harmony, order, law, and justice. That is why the universe has aligned me with the goddess named Matt. She is beyond what can be measured. She is like a great crocodile's jaw. Together we are called to protect all worlds, as I am one of the feline warriors who carry the Eye of Ra," she said. The Eye of Ra? This is the Morning Star, that light that has been planted in your head. It is the energy of the fierce lion you met in the source that the feline warriors care for long after the body is gone and dead," said Bast. And who are the feline warriors? Are there more than one of you? Just as she said it, many cats of all sizes dashed out from behind her lands. Thousands of felines 
came together beside us, as if they were part of a secret plan. How hadn't I noticed these sly cats? Why some of these kittens were so quick? And I was aware that all these felines had been hiding in the sphere of her spirit. Who are all the cats? Are they all wanderers and free? They are the army of our truth, and they alone follow me, said Bast. But why an army of cats? Why not an army of dogs? What about the power of horses? Or what about the intensity of wild boars and hogs? Dogs and other animals have great loyalty, as they are examiners of obedience and love. But cats are quite special, as only felines embody the philosophical nature of our beloved, she said. Now a rather quirky gentleman approached. This was a handsome cat, with green eyes and a fluffy white, brown, and black coat. He came in front of me and meowed before he sat. Then who is this? This one is Hurley, as he is the protector of all long voyages. He's the one who makes sure you find the way home and reunite with all that is joyous, she said. Now a white cat meowed, and this one stayed seated as if he was rather proud. And that one? He is Caesar, the protector of the Asian countries of the East. And her? She is Bebo, and I wouldn't want her fury to be unleashed. The one named Bebo seemed to be picking at its claws. Its sharp teeth bit at each nail, sharpening the weapons upon each paw. This cat was black and white, and its eyes gazed at me. I only saw her once, but she was a secret alchemist and ever free. Many cats came to greet me, while others chased bugs or took naps. They were all together, and even though they were all different, they were all part of the same feline pack. Then I saw one little girl. She had a flame between her eyes and her spirit was connected through many bodies as none of these cats could ever die. They too carried the Eye of Ra, and that light was emitting from their souls. They were part of the same source that made all creatures whole. Now a dark kitten dashed off through the mobs of felines and ran past the initial gate. But who was that cat moving so fast? And had she left this sphere on purpose, or had this kitten made a mistake? Tell me you saw that. Now what did I just see? Oh, don't worry about that little kitten. That might be Maha Kali. We're sisters of the moon. And think of me and my sisters like magical cats. The only way you can get home to Earth is when Sekhmet's lightning sends you and that kitten back, said Bast. Sekhmet? Who's that? Bast didn't say anything, but instead she winked. I wasn't sure what she meant, but I'm positive I saw her left eye blink. Oh, how would it connect like this? And how lucky was I to find her here? Now Bass nuzzled her head into mine when her throat began to purr in my ear. A fine scent lingered in the air when the stars came out. The form of my spiritual body interlaced around her when our limbs were wrapped together all about. This was the harmony I'd been waiting for. This was the union I couldn't quite resist. Sweeter than candy and hotter than an ember, she was the secret ingredient that I always missed. Every moment felt like eternity. She was the finest of all flavors. Her essence felt like timeless magic, and this exquisite memory was something I'd always savor. Wait, what's happening? Bassett took me out of my body, and now we entered a vision of a distant dream. She took my paw and led me into the night to see what all of life and death really means. A process of our body breaks down food into energy. This process is called metabolism. 
in the same way of breaking things down into smaller aspects, think of this dream process as catabolism. Throughout all time everywhere, life is a breaking down that is ingrained in our history. This aspect of living and dying is concerned with the release of our life forms throughout infinite activity. It has been thought that anything good is that which is constructive and builds up, while evil is that which is destructive to break down and break up. The truth is ever-present, and this truth is nothing more than a sacred mystery. Good and evil are not things in themselves, but conditions, as evil is misplaced force, and once aligned, it leads us to victory. Think of evil as out of sync, or misplaced in time. And if it is out of date or turns up in the wrong place, this evil acts like a burning coal on a dried forest and could ignite the world by lighting a single pine. Evil is misplaced in proportion, but we should view it as love caught in the improper flow. The basis of all creation is basic goodness, since this light of life exists in all, and this is everything the universe knows. It is in the misplacing of energy that evil lies not in a personal devil who acts as an adversary. Just wait until you meet my sister Aphrodite. She's the goddess of love who spreads her teachings throughout all our nymphs and forest fairies, she said. Bast patted me on the head and winked her left eye. Relief flowed through my body, and so I let go when my lungs let out a sigh. <sighs> I am a destroyer of that ego, the queen over fear and severity. As Krishna, who you met, is the lord of love and devotion. Soon you'll journey into the sphere of Netzach, where you'll meet the real queen of beauty. Know me as the celestial surgeon, and you're my knight in shining armor. You are the dragon slayer and the beautiful groom. You are my sacred snake charmer. Remember me as the sacrificial priestess of the mysteries, like a coal in the furnace who has sacrificed esteem power. Sacrifice is really the transmutation of force, which is the latent energy offered up on the sacrificial altar that gives the energy and growth within every person, creature, and flower. There is inner cosmic machinery available in the connection with every act of sacrifice, which converts action into spiritual energy. And this spiritual energy can be applied to other mechanisms and reappear on the various planes of form and formlessness throughout eternity. And if the cut is clean, and there is no sorrow, an immense amount of psychic energy is released where a new path is set in motion. She said, Yes, I too am looking to be set in motion upon a path, but I do not yet know the way. Speak clearly and plainly, my goddess. You must explain, so I know what you're trying to say. I will come to your side when it's time, and your sacrifice will happen in my hands. Then we'll offer it up to creation with a quick, clean, and merciful stroke through the highest divine plan. There I will be waiting in the microcosm, which is home in Shakti's spiritual soul, and I will guide you with the courage and resolution that frees the spirit from the body like wood burning over charcoal. This clean cut will be your chance to truly heal, so there is no fear needed. As your celestial surgeon, I'll be there to take your hand so that your spiritual soul is protected, replenished, and then the journey can be completed. Again, if there were no strong hand at the service of good, then evil would grow and multiply. If we don't act soon, we'll expose the innocent to danger, and so we'll offer ourselves up so that our light won't die. 
I am all for mercy and patience, but there is no time left to waste. You'll know it's happening when I take the form of a kitten, and you'll recognize me as your destiny and fate. For nature is wild, she is red in tooth and claw. Her viciousness is concealed as the sanitation so necessary to health, and so you must know that nature has no flaws. Whenever something has outlived its usefulness, I must wield the pruning knife. Wherever there is selfishness, it will meet me in the end, and so I impale it with my sphere to uphold truth for all that is right. Wherever there is violence against the weak, or the merciless use of force, it is my sword, not the orb of the merciful, that allows justice to be enforced. Wherever there is sloth and dishonesty, my sacred scourge is needed. And where there is a removal of just laws and landmarks set for our neighbor's protection, all violators answer to my feline warriors, and my blade cannot be defeated. These things are necessary to the health of society, and my sword is a companion to brotherly love. Although I am a good deal rarer, I never harm anyone who doesn't deserve it, and when I come across a pure soul, I am as gentle as a dove. But for those who are wicked and cruel, someone has got to cry halt. Let it be known to the aggressor, either move forward in peace if you are blocking the way, or be slaughtered when you stand against my righteous assault. If someone goes looking for trouble, then know that they will come to find me, for I am the High Priestess of the Fifth Holy Sephiroth, and I am the protector of Shakti's great and holy life-giving tree. Just look at life and the seasons. There we see Shakti has her natural rhythms. Remember, nothing in life is stable. And so through impermanence of form, we always partner with him, said Bast, pointing to the right-hand pillar, where the light of the great eastern sun was always rising with the Heavenly Father. Nature is so wise, for she always strives to grow. Life will always find its path, and so we must trust and embrace nature's wild flow. The life upon earth is like a great blanket, and right now it has been torn in two. But the spirit of creation knows better than to abandon these two halves, and so as the celestial surgeon, I come to sew us together and connect all that we've been through. And as a wise handler of humans, I know when a reaction has spent itself. No species can survive separate from the source, and so we must unite and remember that the individual spirit is also within everyone else. Soon I'll crack the whip over the land. That'll make the demons jump into their collar. This is a very necessary reform, and that's when I'll send you downward with Shakti's lightning, where you discover Rudra the Howler. At the end of a phase, extremes tend to develop, and the humanitarianism of our planet has been abused and made ridiculous. Earth herself has kept track of all the harm done to her, for she is aware of all the damage as she is mindful and meticulous. It is the turning point of a new aeon. Just look upon the mind of the least enlightened whose influence is the strongest. The cultured and spiritual tend to stand aside from extremes, for only the pure in heart will survive the longest. Those worthy of freedom and liberation are the same souls who do not sell out as their morals cannot be bought. And although my contribution to the world has been frowned upon, we have found you to take up the sword of severity and cut the last knot. She said. I blinked in shock. I had no clue what she was getting at. Was this about an attack? And so I had nothing to say back. Now to my initiate, that's you. Know this phase of succession is already written. 
We cats have the quality of staying relaxed among chaos, and that's why we're going to need a very special kitten. Do not be angry or sad. There is success within this rhythmic alternation. Does one need to take any phase too seriously? For all things everywhere are changing, so know that never does a soul experience life cessation. Do not worry about how these changes happen. As a protector of the souls, I am here to defend all of them. This is the beginning of something great, so do not think that it is either the end of the world or end of a millennium. Nature always runs her course, and so her path is only of corrective measures. And even if it appears that we're heading into extremes, then let those extremes reveal life's true treasures. The people will not perish, nor will the animals or plants. For the very fact of extremes brings a new arrival that eradicates the end of the swing. And in time, this will lead to a great celebration where we will chant, sing, and dance. The pendulum of perfection will normally reverse its motion and start moving back toward the center of stability. It is only when vision is completely lost to a people that the pendulum is allowed to fly off its hook into self-destruction and realign those who claim to be of royal nobility. Rome did it, and so Carthage did it too, more recently Russia started it, and so the principle of rhythm is inherent in all manifesting existence that this change is something the earth must go through. Life will re-establish itself the same way a champion will rise after being tested. But do not look to the churches for the answers, as the great weakness of churches lies in their belief that they alone hold the divine messages. Many churches ignore the rhythm of life, they have forsaken the martyrs and the planet. Rather than evolve to include all people, all beliefs, and all animals, they haven't changed to seek the truth, and so they've become as rigid as granite. And yet the church begs for money while requiring you get heaven's ticket through their appointed preachers. This Christian concept is static, not dynamic like nature. Monetizing mass makes them closer to a business than a church and their doctrine states laws to follow as if they were connected into the greed of legislature. But this is not just a Christian concept. The issue stems from the masculine domination. All religious frameworks have sought control of the world by making claims based on his own opinion. A woman dies at the hands of police in Iran at only 22 years because of laws based on the hijab. The police should be protecting the people and creatures of the planet since murder is not their job. These ruthless doctrines persecute, and so they know little about letting go. And in time, I will show them justice when they meet my sword, and there I will reveal the truth their temples claim to know. Churches have the audacity to govern the world as if they alone are greater than our whole, yet they forsake that which is within all beings, plants, and animals, for this is the heart and spirit of God's true soul. They claim to love all, preaching verses in their hymns and songs, and so they've got your ticket to heaven, just as long as you're not queer or gay. But this is not love, rather their ego seeks domination and control. What happened to one holy and united church that welcomes in each and every one of our fellow souls? They judge and they condemn, and yet their priests have history of sexually molesting our youth, and women who disagree are murdered by morality police, and yet the men have abandoned the world's youth? building businesses and seeking profits, how many men have cheated on their wives, and yet they bury this sin deep in their minds as they try to hide all their life. But up here we are watching, and their God sees all. That's why this sword is the key that will make the old world tumble and fall. 
They seek to measure right and wrong against their standards. Oh, but where is their self-respect? Appointing more men to lead the churches, it is the masculine who alone maintains the power to protect. Yet their history is stained with murder. So many horrors are hidden behind their crusades. This result is a ridiculous spectacle of a civilization that has failed. And so their spirit leaves followers living in the darkest age. Committed to a one-sided ideal, they are living in the darkness of the night. They'll disregard anyone who doesn't share the same beliefs, because only an ego claims to know exactly what is right. They could build a foundation to support the world, and then all of us could heal, but instead they follow with blind faith. Listen to the preacher, and he will tell you what to believe and how to feel. They think they are in control, because they were able to mass print books and spread their teachings, but I remember every book they burned when they tried to hide my precious teachings. Know that I am the force that drives over obstacles. And when the wicked armies rise up, it is not the Lord of love and mercy who stops them. Only I hold a blade called truth. And only a divine woman is the solution to all life's problems. Do not fear me, for I am the best friend to those who are totally honest. But the moment I am aware of a lie, then my will raises the blade of truth. And so destruction is my highest promise. There's a certain type of courage which does not fear dissolution. Remain humble in your spiritual principles as they alone are indestructible, as these practices are the methods that clear away the world's confusion. You and I will work together, never the one without the other. We must adore the sphere of love and mercy, but we surrender allegiance to the one true source in order to protect all of creation's sisters and brothers. Be like a wind over my rivers, a silent voyage looking out upon our fellow man. And whatever happens, know there are no accidents. And so we can trust in each moment in union with the unfolding divine plan. Great freedom will be ours. Know that this sword can cut away the worst sins. Soon you will be prepared to wield this power, but you must be willing to ride the ensuing forces of my whirlwind. That is the heart of the secret matter. It's the one fact the people of the world do not always realize. God's truth always prevails. Justice is love because the soul has no demise. She said, Goddess, forgive me, but I must speak. I hear what you are saying, and so I have come to respect that everything you stand for fights to protect the weak. There is something quite peculiar I've come to recognize, as I see all experience as our great teacher, and this true self wears all kinds of forms disguised since our soul is housed within every person, plant, and creature. I see creation like a river, and this is the way the grapevine grows. And since the soul is everywhere on this path, there is nothing to hold on to, but rather I am called to learn to let go. There is nothing to gain and nothing to lose. And since every soul is part of divinity, then whatever happens in life is our truth. May we come together as Christians and Muslims. May we unite as Hindus and Greeks. Because if we think we are separate, then whatever lens we live through is how our history will repeat. I see you've got the divine blade, and you've also got many different forms, but the depth of the Holy Spirit exists in all of us, and so I know that this experience is my ally because it allows me to transform. Let us grow with the great vine. Let all beings find our highest potential. O oh, goddess, now I see it. Your blade comes as a reminder that we humans should be more forgiving and gentle. No need for endless violence and battles. The weight of these swords has been carried through many wars, yet I still carry five blades since it's all I can manage. Please, goddess, 
I cannot take on yet another sword. Just as I said it, she handed me a six blade, and so I carried it along with the others. Take up the sword, my fairy men. You are a servant of the Divine Mother, and this experience of the Divine comes through the paths of warriorship, and so we are here to protect all others. Liberation is the gateway you seek. It is the way out of our worldly pain and troubles. Your ability to interpret the self depends on our ability to handle otherworldly forces. And so we dedicate the path to the highest degrees. With dedication of self-discipline and stability, we surrender to our nature so that all beings can be freed. When the otherworldly forces emit their vibrations, they will be felt upon all the earth, and the truth will be found within the swords you carry. And there we will protect all beings to illuminate the soul's worth. Know that it is I flowing through you. In union we find ultimate courage. You are correct that experience is our teacher. And the reason the grapevine even grows is because of the demiurge. She said. Demiurge? The urge of the demi. This is the one who travels far off into the dark. The one who melts along the way into emptiness, carrying the essence of God's divine spark. This soul surpasses the gone and beyond. This brave soul departs on the journey and is the walker of the path. This is the one they call the madman, who's beyond far gone. To go forward with nothing means everything becomes ours. Because once you give it all up, everything becomes the reward. But the treasure is not jewels, nor is it wealth or gems. The treasure is in the source that allows the grapevine to stem. You are that leaf, that fruit upon the grapevine carrying the light within the sword that will relink earth with the divine. Heaven is this moment. The experience is the teacher. God is ripening the moment wearing your body as our features. Yes, you are it. Tatwamasi. Thou art that. Don't you see it? Let us be warriors without malice. Let us give compassion to all those hurting. We see not to destroy the law, but to see that it is fulfilled so that the great vine is not uprooted. Nature is the teacher. She is the way ahead. And if the people continue to abuse her, then the connection to the grapevine will be dead. If the source is cut off, nothing will thrive. It will all wither away, and the light will slip away as the oceans will dry. Look at Mars, never again to be wet. But the goddess of Earth is fighting for her life, and the humans are getting away with theft. I take back what is needed. I am the resource that makes sure all debts are paid. And if the humans want to live, then they'll need the Eye of Ra to summon a new day. Let us be correctors of balance, an awakening of newfound trust, a nurturing force of those that cultivate the crops, but let us cut away the unjust. There are weeds in her garden, and so we uproot all that has exceeded its welcome. Think of this as the art of Zen, and there lies the heart of Buddhism. Stand with the Eye of Ra, invigorate the light that is left, Everyone and everything is the teacher. Every soul is truly blessed. Our experience always goes on, and so the soul never dies. It's the perpetuation of the Eye of Ra, always on the rise. Good morning, great sun. What blissful joy I feel to see you shine. And even the rays go into the gone beyond, just where you're heading. Good morning, great sun, O light of the divine. The spark is in my sword. Now carry the current down to earth. Shakti's cup is overflowing, and the earth is pregnant in spirit, ready for a new birth. The earth will pass these pains. The delivery room is ahead, like a weaver sewing a great tapestry. 
He's got a hold of the divine thread. The feline goddess said, and we will go forward because there is no other way. I will hold on to nothing but your swords and I will let go each and every day. Good morning, good morning. Now you're starting to understand. You just relax and go forward because it's all the divine dance. When the soul is at this state of development, the only way you can learn is by experience. There is nothing evil or wicked. It is only the unenlightened mind as one could be lost in inexperience. If they are clouded by fear, their minds attach to belief. But little do they realize that the source of God is within all, and that's why death is the ultimate release. You will not be disappointed. Remember, precious jewels are made under extreme pressure. It is by going down into that abyss, because wherever you stumble, there lies your treasure. She said. Thousands of cats and kittens of all sizes were relaxed, but there was that one kitten who ran out of the gate and never came back. Now who was that cat? I've never seen a kitten quite like that. It was either Kismet or Kali, and I'd be extra careful, because once a cat gets out, it's almost impossible to get her back, said Bast.